I, did you knee buckle? Uh, yeah. And because you know why? I immediately fell to the ground because something, I think I just broke my ankle. Welcome. Welcome to the show that's for all things sports and only sports. Each week, Dan and Drew break down sports' biggest moments and best action. Pass is intercepted at the goal line. Oh my God! Davis is going to run it all the way back. This is the Dan and Drew Show. There it is, a win for the ages. Here are your hosts, Dan and Drew Walker. Happy Thursday, everyone. Welcome to the Dan and Drew Show. I'm Dan, and that's Drew. Hey, everybody. Drew, before you and I break down uh, the NFL this past week, uh, let's get into hockey. This past Tuesday was the start of the regular season for hockey. And with that, we have a new addition. 32 teams now in the league. Yeah, so the Kraken and the Golden Knights played opening night alongside the Penguins and Lightning. Penguins win that that matchup. Handily. Or the Kraken, yeah, they won six to two. The the reigning Stanley Cup champions, they had no fight. And I'll tell you, Drew, before you continue, that first game was so boring compared yeah. to the second one. Well, you watched. Uh, I watched about a total of five minutes for both games, so I can't really have uh, much say within these games. But the Seattle Kraken, the thirty second team in the NHL, playing against the thirty first team in the NHL, so it was kind of cool to see. Uh, them pairing up and, and going head-to-head opening night. Kraken almost uh, almost came back and uh, won that game. I mean, they tied it up. Gold Knights ended up winning the first game for the Seattle Kraken. But, yeah, I'm excited for hockey. If you if I had to ask you, Dan, what's your initial like gut, gut reaction on who's going to win the Stanley Cup? Gut reaction? Mm, this is, I mean, Vegas, the, it, for them, it's the Stanley Cup or bust. They, for Vegas? For, I would think for, I'm not saying they're going to win. I'm just saying that I think they, there's a lot of teams that that I mean the Colorado Avalanche that. we have been saying the Colorado Avalanche for I don't know at least the past 5 years how long has McKinnon been in the league uh, Well then now they're saying that Sidney Crosby should go to Colorado and and all these like trade rumors and things like that First of all Pittsburgh is not going to trade for they're not going to trade away a generational player one of the best of all time to the Colorado Avalanche who are only maybe one or two players away from actually winning the thing they're not going to do that I think uh, Colorado letting Grubauer go, but you really don't have a choice with the expansion draft. He ended up going to the Seattle Kraken, but I think the Colorado Avalanche are the team. You know, Tampa Bay Lightning, they lost a lot of players uh, this past offseason, but that's what happens. You know, players win a championship in all sports. Players win a championship, and they're like, okay, I got that. Let me go find some money elsewhere. Uh, So I'll say the Colorado Avalanche before... We even get into the 82 games. Uh, most teams haven't even played yet. Uh, but 82 game season, I'll take the Avalanche. For me, I'm going with the Chicago Blackhawks. The acquisition of Mark Andre Fleury as a netminder for them, getting Seth Jones in the offseason was was a huge piece for them defensively. Right now, as pain as much as it pains me to say, I got to go with the Blackhawks. I think they made some really good offseason moves. They were decent last season, given the expectations weren't very high. But I'm going with the Blackhawks to win the Stanley Cup this season. Uh, and that would be unfortunate. But uh, the Chicago Blackhawks, they're in a, on the opposite end of a team like the L.A. Kings, where both of them haven't done uh, truly awful compared to the other teams in their division. But for the Kings, they're getting older, whereas the Blackhawks, they're young, and they're, and they're in this building phase. So 
Yeah, getting uh, Flower or Marc-Andre Fleury, uh, Seth Jones for the defense, th- those are two solid pieces to anchor that that young team. So I could see that with the Blackhawks. If you're a hockey fan, you're probably sick of it. Same with the Patriots for football. You just you want these teams to kind of ride off into the sunset and, and have newer talent, newer teams come uh, to the forefront. So to reiterate, Drew, what I'm saying is that the LA Kings, and I'm using a team as a comparison to the Blackhawks, both of those teams are not the worst teams in their division, but they're also not the best. The problem is the Kings are trending in the wrong direction because they're so old, whereas the Blackhawks are trending in the right direction because they're so young. But we'll get more invested in hockey as the season progresses. Right now we're in the thick of football. It's what you guys enjoy listening to. When we have a football podcast, when we have episodes that are surrounded by that, the listeners are exploded compared to when we talk about maybe hockey. Even though that Dane and I are passionate about it, we want to we want to talk about the things that you guys are passionate about. So let, let us know on Instagram and Twitter at the Dan and Drew Show. But we are also in the thick of MLB postseason. Like tonight, Dodgers and the Giants face off in game five. I think it's exactly what we expected. It's what we wanted. We want two teams facing off in game five where the other series, they only went to game four. So you have the Milwaukee Brewers who honestly, I think, got upset by the Atlanta Braves. The Atlanta Braves Mm -hmm. missing their best player, Ronald Acuna Jr. But Freddie Freeman says, nah, I'll take over. He has taken over. Seems like Atlanta is clicking on all cylinders. Do I think they have enough to beat the Giants or Dodgers? No, I don't. Uh, They barely got out of their own division. I don't think they're going to beat the two best teams in baseball as far as the NL side. And then you have the Houston Astros beating the White Sox. I'll be honest, Dan, I was rooting for the White Sox because I cannot stay in the Astros. Well, you say with the Braves that they they barely snuck out, but that's postseason all sports. You know, it's a different breed. I mean, look at Boston. Boston barely... it was. It could have been a four-way tie on the last day of the season. Mm-hmm. It wasn't. Boston snuck in, got that. You know that uh, one of the last two wild card spots. Beat the Yankees. Beat a Tampa Bay team that many thought was going to go to the World Series. Yeah, they won three straight in that series. I mean, that was after that first game. Of course, everybody's like, "Yeah, this series is over." You know what Boston says? We just need to win one in Tampa, and we're going to win both in Boston, and they did so. So you have the Red Sox facing off against Houston. Seems like that's a rehash of the 2008 series. Knock on wood, the Red Sox win it. I'm biased. Obviously, it's the team I support. And then you have possibly the Dodgers or the Giants facing off against the Braves. Whoever comes out of the matchup with the Dodgers and Giants, I think he's going to beat the Braves. Can you uh, imagine if it's a situation where it's the Dodgers and Astros again in the that's World gonna be Series? Or it could be the Dodgers and Red Sox. Me, I would love to see the Giants and the Red Sox because yeah. even well, though I'm a fan of the Red Sox, I would rather lose to the Giants than I would to... The Dodgers. That's just me. Well, with uh, the reason why I bring up the Dodgers and Astros is because the last time they went to the postseason, uh, it, it this is where we have this uh, all the sign stealing, which they've even been accused of in this postseason run. And I know a lot of baseball fans uh, thought that their championship should have been stripped, and it wasn't. the The players and oh, coaching. I'll, got, say, I'll say so. They got a slap on it. the wrist. Yeah, uh, not even that. It was like. It was basically a kiss on the cheek. I mean, they got nothing. You can literally admit you were cheating, and the commissioner says, we're not going to do anything, and if people try to retaliate toward you, we're going to actually suspend them. Forget that you cheated and that you won a World Series based off of those cheating allegations, which turned out to be true. I don't like it. So I'm rooting for the Red Sox to beat the you know Houston Astros, or the Houston Asterix, we should say. <laughs> 
And I think it'll be interesting, the Giants versus the Braves. That's I, that's I, what I'm pulling for. I think in uh, terms of viewership, the Dodgers-Red Sox would be the best matchup. Oh, absolutely. Uh, I think in the matchup that no one would have expected at the beginning of the season, you give us the Giants and Braves. Yeah, well, actually, you know what I'm really rooting for are the Braves and the Red Sox. You know why? Because the time zone is on the eastern time zone of this the states. So, so if it's a West Coast pitch team, is seven o'clock. Every exactly, day. it's gonna be seven o'clock. I don't have to wait for a ten o'clock pitch. That's probably gonna happen when it's on the West Coast. If it's the Giants or Dodgers, give me Braves, Red Sox. I would actually, you know what? I re, I retract my earlier comment. I want it to be Braves and Red Sox because I like the fan base of the Braves better than any other team remaining. So I I, I think pulling for the Braves is something that I'm gonna do. Uh, I would love an under underdog story. I just don't think that the Braves have enough to surpass the Dodgers or the Giants. You know, the Braves haven't won a World Series in, uh, I think it was 95, uh, the last time they won a World Series. Yeah, Um, so I think a lot of fans are pulling for the Braves, especially since we live in the South. A lot of people here are Braves fans, and I'm here for it. I'm here for the Braves, Red Sox, in the World Series. Don't think it's going to happen, but I'm pulling for it. I think the Red Sox do have enough to beat the Houston Astros. I just don't think the Braves do. But it's postseason. Anything's right. happened postseason. It can. Well, let's let's kind of actually talk about some news. John Gruden, no longer the head coach of the the uh, Las Vegas Raiders, broke in the middle of a Monday night football game. That uh, was unexpected, and the the Raiders are going to be on the look for a new head coach right now. Their interim head coach, I think, is their special teams coach. I don't I it don't is. remember. It's their special teams. Um, but after the season, it's going to be a hot commodity. I think the Las Vegas Raiders have a lot of good young pieces. And I think that they have a roster that's good enough to go to the playoffs. So it's going to be a team that you don't normally see. Normally when a team is looking for a head coach, it's because they're bottom of the barrel team. It's because they are the, that first, second overall pick and and they re- desperately need help. And what, what did you say last year, Drew, when a, a head coach was fired? What did you say about the game right after? When a team fires their head coach, for whatever reason, now this is – this is much different than what we're usually, you know, normally used to. Usually it's on the field issues. Yeah. And the thing is, I've always said you go with that team to cover or to win the game, just straight money line. Just go ahead and pick the Raiders to win their game because they are fighting for uh, something bigger Mm -hmm. than themselves. I think Mm -hmm. in an aspect, especially in this regard, I mean, John Gruden getting booted uh, due to his personal issues that he has been dealing with. I guess over the course of the last 20 years, I don't know. I don't want to get into that, but I think it's going to be a hot place to want to, yeah. to coach. And well, I think Brian Dable, the offensive coordinator who I'm huge on with uh, the uh, with the Buffalo Bills, mm-hmm. I think they need to go pursue him. Uh, stay away from Eric Bieniemy. I said it like last week or two weeks or before. Yeah, don't go after an that's, assistant that's uh, head coach. Team. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah don't go in. The offense that, or defense. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, well, luckily oh, for defense. your pick Ugh. this week, Luckily, your pick this week um, for whoever's playing against the Raiders is the Broncos. So that oh, we'll see that. I mean, <laughs> honestly, easy. I would I would have picked the Raiders regardless. Yes. So now I'm. But it's we're a not lock. having to be like, Ugh, yeah, yeah, it's a lock in that. But I, but I think Brian Dable, offensive coordinator of Buffalo, I think he would be a tremendous hire for them. Uh, what he's been able to do with Josh Allen up in New York, I think he has the same ability to do with Derek Carr. That's not going to happen until the end of the season. It's just unfortunate what happened within Las Vegas. I feel for the players and things like that. Obviously, there's ramifications that happen with it. But let's talk about this past week. There were some other big things. Lamar Jackson looks like an absolute Ooh. stud. I know you and I have dogged on him, and we are yeah. we are here to say we were wrong. 
Uh, he said at the beginning, people think that they figured Lamar yeah, out. Yeah, and, and, and clearly they haven't. Nope, because... Or at least the Colts haven't. The thing, he right now, if the season ended today, he's the MVP pick for me. Uh, mm-hmm. Even though I've picked Tom Brady to win it, the, the fact that he has more rushing yards than more than half of the, the league and the fact that he is top five in passing yards as well mm-hmm. is just absolutely incredible. We can't ignore it. Yeah, 400 and nearly 450 yards and over 300 of that happened in the second half. That Monday night game was fantastic. You know what stinks, Dan? I didn't watch a lick of it because I have, well, because I have a big boy job now. Congratulations again. Thank you. And the fact that it was a 19 point deficit when I came home, because you and I had plans that Monday night, I came Mm -hmm. home. I was like, okay, well, this game's out out of whack. I don't see... Baltimore come back. It just, and the, based off the first half stats, I didn't think they were going to come back. So I was like, I'm going to go to bed. Woke up the next morning. I'm like, what the heck went wrong? And what <laughs> makes me so mad about everything is that I dropped Hollywood Brown. I don't remember. I think it was like the second or third week. Like I don't know why. I don't know why I dropped him. Uh, I think it's because at the time my wide receivers were doing better, which sounds crazy. And we can only have a five max. And I dropped him. Well, guess what? That's the dumbest fantasy move I've ever made in my entire life. Uh, props to uh, our buddy Michael who picked him up because you are doing well with him. He had a big game, but Lamar Jackson looking good right now for MVP pick. I love seeing Kansas City continue to plummet while Justin Herbert continues to rise. Tom uh, Brady looks hey. like he's Benjamin Button. I mean, there's just yeah. a multitude of things that are going on. Well, for once, this- speaking of Tom Brady, I got screwed once again yeah. in fantasy and oh my gosh a couple of weeks ago i had josh allen when he had four touchdowns this week i faced tom brady with his five touchdowns yeah dan dan has been screwed over royally twice and i told him yesterday to encourage him i said you are josh allen and tom brady performance away from being a winning record within fantasy yeah so just and, you know yeah. hold tight eventually once these buys start hitting like this week you're going to be okay and it's unfortunate, Drew, that you missed the uh, the Monday night game because it truly was awesome to see. You know, you know, Lamar Jackson averaged over ten yards per play. Uh, every single play is a first down, and there was no defense present for the Colts. If well, I were it happened Flus, in the first half, but not the second. Yeah, My well, goodness, it, it was like a switch. And, and uh, the defensive corner Eberflus for uh, the Colts. I mean, at some point, he's probably wanting to rip his hair out. Same with uh, Frank Reich, the head coach. Uh, they had a complete, just were decimated in the second half. It was a great game uh, for Lamar in the Baltimore offense. But the thing is, there was a game better than that this weekend, and it was the Chargers-Browns. Yep, I was about to say, that. that is the game that you and I watched with our buddies, and that was such a fun game to watch. First of all, the fourth quarter was absolutely bananas. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you didn't watch... You just need to watch the fourth quarter alone because there was 41 points in that fourth quarter alone. 41. That's that's insane. There was no defense in that quarter, which is fine. Uh, the thing <laughs> is, there was only one turnover in this game. But Justin Herbert played. I mean, you can't get better than what Justin Herbert was able to do in that game. And maybe I'm homer on that. That's fine. But... There was no defense on a team, the Browns, yeah. that everybody talks about and say Miles Garrett does such a good job where Rashawn Slater, their first-round pick, left tackle to protect Herbert, played absolutely phenomenal against uh, Miles Garrett. And he only had one sack, but yeah. he even said, he told Austin Eckler and the running back, stop chipping at me, 
and that one sack that he let up was actually Chip. So I, I'll have to say Slater definitely got the advantage in that well, game. Well, uh, I listened to a local radio show I have for like the past 15 years, and they were doing a trivia part uh, on Monday. And the very first question he asked, and it's different subjects, but it was this one was sports-related. He said, name the only time in NFL history where a team had scored over 40 points Zero turnovers and lost the game. That's what I said and, the other day. It's, and I said, I, I did, it took me half a second to say, well, that was a Brown Sunday. And there was over 40 points, zero turnovers, and they lost. That's what's so unfortunate is the fact that if you, in the NFL, if you say, man, my team scored 42 points, I, I swear every time you would say, yeah, my team won. Nope. Justin Herbert just had, and the Chargers had a, you know, I swear they had a, it was a punch. It was a blow for blow every time. It was back and forth. If you're a fan of football, it's this was a great game. If you're a fan of the Browns, you're like, this is the worst game we've ever played in our career because there was just no defense. Well, and they would say offensively, that, they played really well. They would say that there was a missed call uh, with pass interference at the end of the game. Uh, look, I, I, I do agree with that. With that Hail Mary, uh, which they never call that. That's mm-hmm. something that the commentators always talk about. They never call pass interference on Hail Marys which I think that's hard because you have a lot of people wrestling for the ball. Everybody gets equal opportunity. So I can see that, but it was definitely pass interference toward the end. Uh, I think that was on David and Joku. I can't remember exactly, but let's talk about week six of the NFL. Now week six, this is the first week where bye weeks come in effect. Hallelujah. You got the Falcons, Saints, Jets, and 49ers on bye. which with the Jets, they've actually been on bye all season long, but those four teams are on bye. So let's kind of break it down real quick, Dan. Let's go through all the matchups. we got Thursday Night Football with the Buccaneers-Eagles. I don't know about you. Tom Brady's looking like the best he's ever looked to me ever. And so i got to go with the Buccaneers playing against a, I think, I don't know. The Eagles played well against Carolina last week, but I don't think they have enough to slow down Tom Brady and the Bucs. The Eagles had an oppressive win against the Carolina Panthers this past weekend. Sam Darnold looked like the Sam Darnold we saw in New York. Um, he was very flustered. They had a lot of decision makings that just, they hurt the team and therefore the Panthers lost. I don't see Tom Brady, uh, you know, going into Philadelphia, uh, especially considering the past, um, losing to this team uh, on Thursday night football. It is a short week and they do have to worry about travel, but this team is far more superior. I think the Eagles and Jalen Hurts will be able to keep pace with them offensively uh, just because that secondary for Tampa Bay is so bad. So if you have anyone on the Eagles offense, I recommend you play them this week. Specifically, uh, Devontae Smith. We got a 9.30 matchup in London. We got yes, the Dolphins. Yes, I love London the, games. I almost said the Baltimore Dolphins. We have the, Miami, like the Miami Dolphins. Vikings. Miami Vol- There's something wrong with the freaking Dolphins. I don't understand why I can't associate Miami with them. We got the Miami Dolphins going to technically home team, the Jacksonville Jaguars. I know Jacksonville is 0-5. The reason why I'm picking Jacksonville to win this game is because it's a home game. And I mean, not just like on the stat sheet, but I'm saying in London, Mm. Jacksonville, there is no team that has played more in London than Jacksonville. I'm going with a team that has developed a fan base there. And in a sense, it is like a home game for them. So I'm going with the Jaguars to actually win this game. They're going up against a terrible Dolphins team. Apparently Tua might be back, but I think you're actually going to do better without him. I'm going with the Jaguars to get the first dub of Urban Meyer's career. And it might be a short career, but it's going to be his first one. Jacoby Brissett has only one less game than Trevor Lawrence and yet has the same amount of completions. Trevor Lawrence, six touchdowns, eight interceptions. This offense for Jacksonville has just not clicked yet. 
They're getting there, though. They're they're, starting to give James Robinson the ball more. mm -hmm. Well, we said week one, like, what are you doing? Yeah. He was the rookie uh, player of the year last year. He did phenomenal, almost hit that uh, that mark. Um, He went over 1,000 yards. So while Jacksonville is trending uh, right offensively, I'm concerned about their defense. I'm going to take the Miami Dolphins. We have an interdivision rivalry with the Green Bay Packers going to Chicago to the windy city of Illinois. There is nothing on the Bears team that gives me hope that they're going to be able to stop Aaron Rodgers. Nothing. Not Khalil Mack, not even his brother who they just signed on the practice squad. No one on the Bears team, especially offensively, because Justin Fields still looks like he's discombobulated. Now, I will say this. If Matt Nagy was not the head coach, I think they'd be better. But I'm going to go with the Packers. There is a surefire there. Now, they almost lost against the Bengals. Maybe they should have, but they didn't. And they're four and one. I'm gonna go. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna pick them to go to Chicago, and beat the Chicago Bears. You said there's nothing uh, that would keep you from picking the Packers uh, and the Chicago Bears' ability to stop Aaron Rodgers. I don't think there's any part of Chicago that is anywhere capable of stopping the Green Bay Packers. So no. I'll, I will take the Packers as well. No, it's it's a it's going to be a shellacking. Now the Cincinnati Bengals are going to Detroit. Is this going to be a trap game for Cincinnati? They're coming off a really tough loss against Green Bay where there was five missed field goals. Goodness gracious. <laughs> that game would not end. Yeah. I well, think I this it was miss- a historic weekend. Yeah. It was most extra points, extra uh, kicks missed in NFL history. It, it was it was bad last week for kickers. Yeah. But is this a trap game for the Lions, Dan? I don't know. They're 0-5 right now, 0-2 at home. Can Cincinnati go in and play a team that is desperate to be in the win column? Or are they going to continue to roll with Jamar Chase and Joe Burrow? I mean, I think they're going to continue to roll. Cincinnati's only a three and a half point favorite. I'll actually, myself, I will actually take that in our pick six. If you'd like to go see this game, it's only a whopping $32, Drew. Uh, so if you want to make your way to, uh, you know, Ford Field. Hey, but don't uh, worry. The next game's actually cheaper. So <laughs> we'll give you two <laughs> options if you want to go uh, go on yeah. a date with somebody and spend less than 100 bucks. Yeah, they, you know, the over-under on this game is only 47.5 points. I think most of those points will come from the Bengals, not the Lions. But I, I'm going to take the Bengals here. Yeah, I, I think I'm going to go the Bengals. I don't think Detroit's going to get their first win quite yet. It might be coming up here soon. But I do like the Bengals to win this matchup. Now, the next game, that's $22 to go see, are the Houston Texans traveling to Indianapolis. Now, Carson Wentz has looked good. He looked good this past Monday night against Baltimore. He's just, man, he can't get over that hump. But defensively, they did not look good. Texans, again, until Deshaun Watson plays quarterback for you, I'm not going to pick you at all. There's there's no way, no how I'm going to pick you until he is under center. I'm going with a Carson Wentz who is playing like the old Wentz I'm going to go with the Indianapolis Colts. Yeah, Carson Wentz played fantastic Monday night. It wasn't him who lost that game. It was the Colts' defense. They had a 16-point lead, and their defense just completely. I thought it was 19. Was it 19? 19? 19. Whatever it was, 16 or 19, they had a lead. Because it was 25-9 to uh, was the widest margin. Well, again, I told you I didn't watch it, so I Uh, don't know. That's what it was. And so Carson Wentz has played uh, fantastic. You know, the Houston Texans, they had Patriots fans a little nervous. Clinched. Uh, Cheeks they were clenched. clenched. Yeah, they were clenched. And, um, you know, Davis Mills, kudos to you for trying. Uh, but I <laughs> get a participation yeah. trophy. You, you do. Um, you know, I, I think that this is the Colts. I, I think the defense in and of itself is going to play much better than last week because they got embarrassed Monday night. Now, granted, they have a lot of injuries. 
in their secondary for, for the Colts. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah. that is something they have to be concerned about. But I don't think that the Houston Texans, specifically defensively, uh, will be able to do enough to, uh, uh, to be able to take a win here against a division rival. Now the t- next two matchups, there's a commonality when it comes to fantasy, and we're going to actually talk about the Giants and the Rams first. Saquon Barkley, you know, Dan, I told you there are two players I will not draft under any circumstance next season. Do you remember the two I said? I do. And, uh, well, I said I added a third one. Okay. You said Saquon Barkley. Well, that's one. And Christian McCaffrey. That's two. And the third one is Dalvin Cook. Okay. Yeah. Dalvin Cook, those three, I will not draft whatsoever. They cannot stay healthy. Now, I understand, Barkley, this this injury is not his fault. Uh, his lineman stepped on his foot and it rolled his ankle to look like a uh, dang baseball ball. Or you actually, what you know, my, Dan, you can actually tell your story about your ankle. Yes. Uh, well, before I do that, the injury he experienced last year wasn't his fault either. It was the uh, turf. Yeah. I remember Saquon's, uh, which you've been an advocate against. Yes. If you want to see what my ankle looked like this past summer, let me tell you exercise ain't my friend. Uh, and so I decided to do it. And this is why kids exercise, uh, does more harm than good because this <laughs> no, summer we are not advocating that Dan is joking. The, so uh, it was a Sunday afternoon. It was a glorious summer. Um, and we, I went out with a bunch of friends and we played kickball. Well, we played in the park, uh, that's owned by the County. So take that as you will, that upkeep isn't a big thing for them. <laughs> This so it was very, very it was, hold on, nothing I'm, to do painting, with I'm painting, yes, it does, because okay, the reason going. it, it, it plays going. into my story, I'm painting a picture here, it's a visual reference, so just imagine the grass is very unkempt, okay, <laughs> it's getting long, it's getting patchy, uh, scraggly looking, so we play kickball, and I kick the ball high and far, now, of course, in kickball, you want to see if your ball's going to get caught, okay, so I, I was looking while I was running, okay, and the thing is, because the grass is so long, there are certain areas that you can't see. One of those areas is a big old hole in the ground. So what do I do? As I'm looking to see if my ball gets caught, I, I run because I'm running to first base. I run and I don't know land if I call hole. it running. I'd be yeah, like it, a fast walk. Okay, it was a trot, if you will. I guess for me, it would be a trot. Okay, or uh, so my ankle or my leg lands in the hole goes straight to the side. Did you debuckle? Uh, yeah. And because you know why? I immediately fell to the ground because I'm thinking, I think I just broke my ankle. I think I just broke my ankle. And you sit there and laugh, Drew, but that thing immediately started to swell. <laughs> I laugh. And I, wait, I, oops. And I have visual reference. I have uh, many pictures of how bruised it was because it was a high ankle sprain. Okay. And my ankle to this day is still puffy on the side. <laughs> It's not as puffy as Saquon's, but if you want to see what my injury looked like when uh, it happened, just look at Saquon's ankle. Well, so yeah, I have a, I feel for him. I'm laughing because uh, your your foot was a massive, like you know, soft like on the a, side of your like foot. It looked like a grapefruit it, on the it, side it, of my ankle. It, it did look like that. I will admit. Uh, I think, and I can't pop my ankle anymore. <laughs> yeah, that's I used the to be worst. Able to pop my ankles. Yeah, eventually you'll get there. But I think the reason why your your ankle is swollen is not because of exercise, because of extra fries. Uh, but <laughs> that's a little the little joke for you, uh, dad people out there. But let's talk about the Rams and the Giants real quick. Yeah, Daniel Jones. We don't know if he's going to play. He got the wobbles against the Cowboys. He got up and he was like, nice he was like, man, this this earth is moving. Uh, but we had the Giants. And the, the sad part is, you know, uh, look, he he tried to carry the team on his back and 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 try and you know for a moment drive there. into the end zone. Yeah. However, I, yeah, he I, used his head. 
And uh, I don't think people truly understand how um, special it is for running backs to always naturally go with their shoulders. Yeah. Uh, because Daniel Jones led with his head. Yeah. Uh, and so and it also, it, he looked like a Danny bag of nickels at that point. He, 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 was looked, shaky. he looked like a baby deer walking. Uh, but hey, if Daniel Jones does not play, I want to ask the NFL why Patrick Mahomes played last year when he had yes. a concussion in the Browns game. That's neither here nor there. I'm frustrated about it, but I'm going with the Rams. I think that even if the the Giants were fully healthy, yeah. I don't see them winning this matchup either. But it is on turf. Dan, beware. It's on turf. That stadium last season had a ton of injuries mm-hmm. in the Meadowlands. Look, for the sake of my fantasy, please, Matthew Stafford, throw five touchdowns over 400 yards. Yeah, you need it. You desperately need a win in your fantasy. But yeah, talking I about do. fantasy, mm-hmm. so I told you this, Dan. I said Saquon Barkley is going to be out. Most likely he's going to be out for at least two weeks, maybe just about a week. three weeks, actually. Yeah, so they, they might as well just put him on the IR. But I said, get up, get Booker, the backup running back for the Giants. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that actually plays into our Chiefs and Washington matchup. I With Clyde Edwards Alaire, he's going to be on the IR for the Chiefs. Which Go is minimum with three weeks. Minimum three weeks. So I picked up Damian Williams naturally because Clyde Edwards Alaire. Had a ton of fantasy points. They actually used their running backs, which it may not seem like that because obviously, you know, Kansas City weapons. Yeah. And so I think he's very overlooked, but I picked up Williams because he knows the system. He's been in it for a while and I want to go with someone that I can easily slide into my flex, which I'm actually going to play in this week, especially going against a bad Washington Washington defense. defense. Mm -hmm. Uh, Well, you cross your fingers that they don't uh, do a trade with uh oh, I'm not going to say it because I'm going to jinx it. So for hey, the sake of your fantasy, I'm not going to say yeah, it. Yeah, don't say it. Uh you were 3 and 0 on jinx. I don't know if you had one last week. Did you have a jinx last week? I had one this past Monday night when I told um our 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 mutual friend who's a Colts fan. I said, "Hey, you guys are going to win this game." And then they blew it 16 point lead. Well, no, I mean, you can maybe count that outside, this, but you on the podcast, you've had 3 you're 3 and 0 on your jinxes. So I need another one because you said that the last one was a trap game for the Titans. And guess what? You jinx it and the Jets beat the Titans. Mm-hmm. But what is another jinx? Maybe just think about it. Let it fester uh, and share it with us. But I don't think this game is going to be a jinx. I think the Chiefs are going to win this game handily. Okay. Uh, next matchup, we have the Vikings visiting Charlotte to play the Carolina Panthers. The Panthers are coming off a tough loss. And the Vikings are coming off a you know, frankly, a great victory. This Vikings team, to be honest with you, Drew, has been disappointing up to this mm-hmm. point. Yeah. I think some of it has to do with the fact that Dalvin Cook cannot stay healthy. No. Um, this one is tough for me because with Sam Darnold, are we getting the one where they went 3-0 and or are we getting the one that has gone 0-2 oh since the, then? The, this is what the, who the X factor in this game is, is Christian McCaffrey. Christian McCaffrey, this Panthers team is undefeated when he is in the lineup. They are zero and two when he's not playing. Yeah. Even in that Houston game, which he when he got hurt initially, they won that game. He was in the lineup. So I think if the Panthers want any shot or any opportunity, they're going to have to allow Christian McCaffrey to play. Now the Vikings offense, I think the Vikings offense are going to put up some points. I think you know defensively the Panthers, we know they're good. Okay, we know that they can stop you know wide receivers, but I think the Vikings are a little different. I think with the with Adam Thielen and and Justin Jefferson, and if Cook is healthy, him in the backfield, I think the Vikings can win this game. I'm actually going to go with the Vikings. Actually, I'll put an asterisk with this, Dan. I'm going with the Vikings. But here's the thing. The Vikings and the Panthers are in the same situation. Both of their running yeah. backs could potentially uh, play so, on Sunday. Oh, but this, I don't even know how we would put this on the graphic. So, 
there's going to asterisk here. If Christian McCaffrey plays, I'm picking them no matter what. So I'll just say that. If if Christian McCaffrey is playing, I'm going with the Panthers. If not, I'm going with the Vikings, regardless if Cook plays or not. Okay, so Chubba Hubba Bubblegum, uh, he's... I, I picked him up uh, as a flex as soon as Christian McCaffrey got hurt. Yeah, you beat I, me to it. Yeah, and, and, and it bode well. Even it, though he it lost, has. But. Uh, yeah, but hey, in my fantasy, um, I still lost in my fantasy too. So maybe he didn't help me enough. Uh, I'm also going to put an asterisk against this game. I am going to take the opposite of you, Drew. If Dalvin Cook is able to play, I'm going to take the Vikings. If he cannot play, then I will take the Panthers. Regardless if McCaffrey plays or not? Regardless if McCaffrey okay. plays or not. Because, um, yeah, we'll just stop with that. This past week, I thought Dalvin Cook was going to play because I had to be up really early. Uh, and so Adam Schefter and Ian Rappaport, they never sleep. Uh, they tweeted out at 4 o'clock in the morning that Dalvin Cook was expected to play. I'm like, great. Put him in my fantasy. Right before kickoff, uh, the, the Vikings said, nope, he's not going to play. And I almost, I narrowly almost had him in there even though um so i thank the lord uh, but it didn't matter anyways because he lost <laughs> I lost anyways <laughs> it so didn't, it didn't matter but, but uh, he's more likely to play this week obviously the next yeah. than this past week i will also take an asterisk as you you'll take it if christian plays i'll take it if dalvin plays yeah so starting with this next matchup we have a ton of good matchups this week dan we have a chargers ravens game at one o'clock which is a travesty I mean, uh, yeah, well, if based well, off mean, of for, Sunday night, yeah. based off of Sunday night matchup is poo-poo. Uh, but the Chargers-Ravens, man, this is this is le- legit a coin flip for me. I think the Chargers are unlike anything that the Ravens have seen, and that even includes with the Chiefs. As much as I want to go with the Ravens and Lamar Jackson, I also think Lamar Jackson hasn't played a defense like the Chargers, even though the Chargers played like crap defensively last week against the Browns. I'm going to ride the hot hand here. I'm going to go with the Chargers to beat the Ravens. I know that this this is a tough pick, and honestly, if I'm going to be wrong on a game, it's probably going to be this one, but I'm going with the Chargers. Ravens are a three-point favorite in this game. The over and under is at 52. Can you believe that? I would smash the over in a heartbeat. Well, pick that as your pick six this week. Well, it's I'm um, picking it. Uh, Baltimore is, again, a three-point favorite. They're both four and one, both coming off fantastic wins. The Ravens being able to have this comeback, the Chargers being able to outduel a great uh, Cleveland Browns team. This one is in Baltimore. That's a lot of travel for the Chargers. And uh, here's the X factor for me, Drew. The Ravens defense, it is a sieve. It is it is hot, stinky cheese right now. So I'm going to take Justin Herbert to be able to torch that secondary. Yeah, I, I'm going to take them to win as well. I think this is going to be, if you look at the betting line within Vegas, this might be a very even split. I think the line's going to move. I know it's three points in the favor of Baltimore, but I really believe it's the you're going to see the line move, and it might even be even by the time kickoff hits. Cardinals are traveling to Cleveland. I actually think this is going to be the first game that Arizona loses. I think going all the way to Cleveland, Cleveland is coming off a tough loss in Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. I think the Browns are going to punch him in the mouth, and I think this is going to be the Cardinals' first loss. At the beginning of the season, when did I say the Cardinals are overrated? I'm not going to say that anymore. I'm going to say they're going to go 6-0 and and remain the only team that has not been defeated. I, I know why you're saying that, because you're I hoping bet. for a 4-0 jinx. <laughs> Uh, I'm not saying it. Okay, that. so I think we'll ride with that. I think that this Arizona team, this <laughs> defense, is going to be able to stop Bake and Shake Mayfield. Okay. Okay. Uh, All so right. I will well, take Dan it. thinks the Cardinals are going to go six and zero. You heard it here first. Yeah. 
The Las Vegas Raiders are going to the Denver Broncos, like I said. Do we and even need to go through it? Yeah, I mean, don't even on. need to go through it. We'll I said the, we'll that the whatever team fires their head coach, you pick them to win their next game, no matter what. Going with the Raiders to win this matchup. Denver is a three and a half point favorite. That's it. even with, I'm surprised that line hasn't moved with Gruden being fired. Three and so I, shoot, one of us got to has to take that for a pick six. Now we have the uh, I, I believe this is going to be the game of the week for uh, Fox. Nope, nope. It's on CBS. Thank the Lord oh, we yes. don't have to Woo. listen to Troy and Buck. Um, Buck, ugh, Buck can kick a bucket. Yeah. Uh, so we have Joe Buck, NFL's so. favorite two teams to you know face off against one another. You have the Dallas Cowboys going up to New England. This is going to be, I think this is going to be a close game. I really believe, so the, the under over is at 51. I would actually pick the under because I think the Patriots are going to figure out Dak Prescott in some way. I'm actually going to go with the Patriots here. No, nah, I'm just kidding. I'm going oh, with the cool. Dallas Cowboys. I got you there. I saw your face. I'm going I with the Dallas Cowboys. Microphone. I just, I think defensively they can limit Dak Prescott, I just don't think Mac Jones is good enough to, no, to go up this, against the Cowboys. This Cowboys defense has been fantastic to start the season. Yep, Dan Quinn. Uh, I said it yep. the very first week of the season. I said the Cowboys defense is going to be good this year because Dan Quinn is a really good coordinator. Not a good head if coach, we, but a good coordinator. If we threw at week one, Drew, yeah. this Cowboys team would be undefeated at this point. Uh, I'll also take the Cowboys uh, to go up to New England to win as well. The Sunday night game, uh, well, depends on how you view this game. You have two amazing, dedicated fan bases. You got the Seattle Seahawks traveling to the Steel City to play the Pittsburgh Steelers. Yep. Both teams are two and three. Both quarterbacks potentially that start will not be starting. We may have a Geno Smith. Steelers have Josh Dobbs, Dwayne Haskins, Ben Roethlisberger, Mason Rudolph. So just throw a name in the hat and pick one because none of them are going to beat the Seattle Seahawks, I believe. But okay. All right. wait. What did I say at the beginning of the season? I said, I do not pick Mike Tomlin to lose at home. Russell Wilson's going to miss his first game. Uh, he's had one of the longest starting streaks in the entire it's NFL un- history. It's unfortunate, too, because yeah. it was just... It wasn't injury, even his fault. The injury came on a follow-through where Aaron Aaron Donald put his hand up and he just whacked it, and now he's going to be out for at least three to four weeks. I think it might be longer, but we'll see. It depends how they do uh, team-wise. Because if they go 0-3, 0-4 in that time frame... Do you really think they're going to rush him back? Who knows? And they have a bye week coming, so that'll also help them. Like I said, I wouldn't choose any of these quarterbacks to beat the Seattle Seahawks, but uh, what did I say at the beginning of the season? I don't pick Mike Tomlin to lose at home. It's funny, Uh, as soon as you said that, they lost lost at uh, home. So, hey, that was my jinx uh, for week one, but I I, I will still go with that. I'm going to take the Pittsburgh Steelers. I think defensively, this is why they're going to win this game. I try to pick them up in fantasy. Uh, but someone beat me to it. So. Yeah, this this doesn't count as your jinx. So if the Steelers lose this game, this does not count. You have a I've been prior just double dipping on my jinxes. Yeah. Uh, but so Monday Night Football is actually going to be interesting this upcoming season in 2022. The NFL has released a statement that starting this season for the next was it Dan like five, five years? Five years. Five years. There's going to be a Monday Night Playoff game. Mm-hmm. So now we get football on Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. Let's, Let's go. go. This is good, but it's not good for a team that has to play Monday night and then has to play Sunday. It's a short week. If I'm a team, well, I want to play Saturday and then play Sunday the next week or something. Well, it'll they'll probably go based off of the seeding, yeah. I would assume. So Saturday has two matchups, whereas last year it was three, but they've changed it to two. Sunday will have three, yeah. and Monday will have one. So that'll be fun, nice and juicy. Now we have a potential number one overall seed, the Buffalo Bills traveling to Nashville, Tennessee. 
where we used to live at one point. It's a great city. If you've never been to Nashville, highly recommend it. But the Buffalo Bills lost to the Titans last week in a shellacking. Now that was what? Last it was week? like a last year, you know, time runs together. Last season, was it like a Tuesday game or it was a Wednesday a Tuesday game? game? It was a Tuesday game. Yeah. And and Titans were essentially missing half their roster and they beat the Bills by like 20 points, I think. It ain't gonna happen this year, though. The the, the <laughs> Tennessee Titans defense is poopoo. It is um not good. Derrick Henry the team is, a stud. is on IR. Half the team literally leading the league with players on IR. And Josh Allen looks better than anyone in the league. I don't see Buffalo giving a lot of points up to the Titans, and I don't see the Titans stopping the Buffalo Bills offense at all. I think this is gonna be a high scoring game on the Buffalo Bills side. I maintain my opinion from last week when you eviscerated me with power rankings, which I'm still bitter about that. I was personally victimized uh, <laughs> Regina George. Thank you. Um, I think that the bills are the best team in the league right now. Okay. Well, you're only saying hey, that now wait, no, because of what last they, week I said I, last week before they completely tore apart the chiefs Sunday night. Okay. I mean, Arizona, they haven't lost the game yet. I so, don't, I and they've, they've done care. the same they thing. They barely beat the 49ers this past Sunday. Buffalo hey, Bills, have, they wait. They the Bills lost to the Steelers. Wait. So first week, you said first week doesn't matter. They've taken two teams where they've scored zero points against them. They completely eviscerated the Chicago. Wow, the Cleveland. No, shoot, what's the Kansas City? The Chiefs is what I'm trying to say. The Chiefs. Hey, where's their fourth win? Can you tell me their fourth win? And they beat Washington. Okay, look. You got to play the teams that are before you. Exactly. You said, That's what wait, I'm saying with Arizona wait, too. Arizona, wait. I think has had better wins. I feel like the crosswalk. Wait, wait. Um, That's I fine. Still you can have your bills as an I'm going to have them. They are my That's number fine. one team and I have them handily beating the Tennessee Titans in Nashville. Derrick Henry, he'll get his yards. That's a fact. I don't know. This, this defense for the bills, I think they, this might be the first game all season that Derrick Henry gets under hundred yards. Because defensively, well, I, I mean, they, but if you're talking about rushing yards per game, the Buffalo Bills rank third in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, well, and who is the running back to get over 100 yards on the Colts defense? There's only one in the past the five seasons uh, that has been able to average over 100 yards, and it's been Derrick Henry. So, there's always an anomaly. Okay. Yeah. This sure. The the Bills defense cannot sustain this for the entire year. May, they're they're going to try, but they're they may not be able to. And this may be the one game, but on the flip side, to agree with you, Derrick Henry may not be able to get 100 yards. Yeah. And the Tennessee Titans do not win if he's not able to get 100 yards rushing. They don't, even though the, he got over 100 yards against the Jets and they still lost. But that's it for week six of the NFL. Again, the Falcons, Saints, Jets, and 49ers. Have a first week bye. I mean, first, the first, the first, the uh, first bye is, yeah, is rough. Because remember, there's, a, there's, another season, there's another week added to the end of the season. Mm-hmm. And tonight, you know, you have the Giants. And the Dodgers for Game Five in the divisional round. Uh, right now, the AL is the Astros and the Red Sox, and whoever wins between the Giants and Dodgers will play the Braves. But the game is tonight: Dodgers at Giants. I'm going to San Francisco Giants. I think they just have too much. And uh, first of all, amazing. Logan Webb, his yeah. first outing against the Dodgers. The Dodgers didn't even sniff a hitting a ball. Yeah. Uh, his performance was incredible. So I'm going with the Giants to face the Atlanta Braves. For the NLCS. Yeah, I'll take the Giants as well. In addition to baseball, in addition to football, we have hockey. Again, this is the first week of the season. ESPN, in addition to TNT, will be showing all the hockey games this year. So it's actually more accessible. 
this this season. Yeah, and if you have ESPN Plus, you'll see a ton of games this over season. Over a thousand which, games. But you and I have uh, ESPN Plus, so it's we'll get to see $5. more hockey. Yeah. Yes, big investment. Uh, worth it. But anyways, thank you guys so much for listening this week. We'll see you next Thursday. Much love. Thanks for listening to The Dan and Drew Show. Catch all our episodes anywhere you find your podcasts. Give us a follow on Twitter and Instagram at The Dan and Drew Show. We'll catch you next week for your weekly hit on all things sports. Signing off.